no, no plunder on TV will ever get a job again. <laughs> Hello, welcome back. It's the 40 yard switch. You know how it is. Fresh off a uh, annihilating 15-1 win in our Futsal Grand Final. I didn't play, but but my, the man to my left on the couch certainly <laughs> did. Wilbur, how are you, mate? Good, good. What a, what a game it was. Um, yeah, it just started strong. Then they got the... It wasn't an equaliser, but two one. Yeah. They pulled it back to two one early. Resic let in a bit of a howler in goals. Yep. And then, yeah, just kind of cruised from there. Yep. Just went from strength to strength to strength. Yeah. I was never really in doubt that we were going to win that game, but I didn't think we win it by that much. I don't know because I remember the last game. It was quite um, that like they came back quite hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as you mentioned at half time, yeah, to, to get the boys going. <laughs> Seven one up at half time. Boys, boys, boys. We were five nil up last time. We only won six four. <laughs> and then I said nil all boys. Yeah, nil all. <laughs> just to break the tension. Yeah, uh, yeah. Me, me screaming from the sidelines because obviously pulled my hamstring two weeks ago, so I couldn't play. Shattered. Uh, turning into Mikel Arteta on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, well managed from the sideline. Yeah, Will actually came up to me in the first or second half and was like, "Yeah, you need to keep telling them." Yeah, to all the defensive. Yeah, it was it was at the start of the second half because yeah. we we at the end of the second half we we kind of stopped tracking a little bit, just 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 you know get a dog up from just <laughs> and boy did I, uh, but yes, yeah, so we're 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 rolling on a high right now. Um, it's always nice to get a to get to get a championship no matter what no matter what level you play at, even if it is Wednesday Div Two Futsal at Brunswick Secondary College. <laughs> It all it all counts. Actually, I don't know what I'm saying there. No, they, they they do all count. No, no, no. You're very true. But alas, uh, they've got real football to talk about. Um, we're not going to talk about the Champions real League. Real football. <laughs> yeah, it was fo- yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Football, not futsal, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're not going to talk about too much about the Champions League, obviously, because we're recording this. The only time we could find to record this is is in between the two Champions League ties with uh, Real Madrid, Man City. Uh, happening tomorrow morning while we record this, this uh, and would have it, would, this episode will be out by the time that game is concluded. But like, either result, like we weren't going to dedicate our entire episode to it, so mm. I'm, we'll just talk about it next week and the and the and the potential grand, uh, Champions League final matchup that it brings. Yeah. Um, we'll touch on Inter going through later, but um, we're going to talk about. What transpired in the Premier League and a couple of things, trans- uh, rumours transfer-wise heading into the off-season. Uh, as we are only three weeks away from the end of the season, I think. Yeah, two what two two game days Two left. game weeks and yeah. then Champions League and FA Cup Finals. Mm. Uh, so yeah, first off, the most notable thing from the week is uh, Arsenal losing at home 3-0 to Brighton and Hove Albion. Um, yeah, look. Yeah. Bit of a bit of a deflating loss to say the least, but like it's it's not really where like people are saying oh this was the end of Arsenal's title charge. That realistically, that was when City beat us. Yeah, like or when they finally went ahead in the catch up game just after they beat us. Yeah, like I mean th- there's there's been sort of 
you know, they haven't been quite as, I think we mentioned it last week, like they haven't been quite as sort of prolific in mm. recent weeks, um, narrowly beating Leeds. And then that was another close win over Southampton, I think. Um, but yeah, obviously City beat Everton just before that game. Mm. Um, uh, contrary to my prediction of the game. And mine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think... I don't know, to lose in that fashion to... I mean, Brighton's a good team, but it it, it is definitely deflating. And, yeah. But the, the, there was still a semblance of hope there, but I think you're right. The the City loss was really what, the what end happened. of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so like, before we touch on how good Brighton were and how, um, how impressive they're looking in their European push... Um, I want to just briefly touch on because there's been a whole lot of whirlwind of media and online comments about Arsenal bottling the title and this and that and that. And there's been a bit of there's been a bit of reason underneath all the noise, uh, mm. but I just want to put my two cents of what I think is reason into that, uh, which is that no ifs ands or buts about it. This is a great season for Arsenal. Mm. Yeah, yes, we'll, like, and the t- the two things can be mutually exclusive and be true at the same time. Yes, we have bottled the league. There's no denying it. 247 days at the top and whatever percentage that is to then lose it and a 10-point lead or whatever. Um, but by the same token, I think when we were recording a podcast episode when we were giving our top fours before the season started, I might not have even had us fourth or I might have had, had us just fourth. Yeah. Such was the lack of confidence in our team after the deflating, missing out on top four. But I did ask. I was like... I want Champions League football and I want to see progression from last season. And I've got that in spades yeah. this season. In spades. Like, I would have taken just top four in Champions League football and us playing a bit better. We've led City for three quarters of the season. Yeah, We've played some sublime stuff. We've beaten, outside of City, we've beaten every top six team this season. Mm. Like we've beaten Brighton, we've beaten United, we've beaten Liverpool, we've beaten Newcastle, we've beaten Chelsea... We've beaten Spurs twice. Yeah. Like, phenomenal season. Mm. Phenom- and like, yes, we're going to come away trophyless and you see people being like, Chelsea's worst season in 20 years, Arsenal's best season in 20 years, both zero trophies. That's just a stupid comment. Like, mm. like yes, trophies tro- trophies at the end of the day and winning things at the end of the day is the ultimate goal in football. But it, football's are so much more than that. Yeah. And Arsenal, and Arteta came out and said, Arsenal are... Uh, at stage three of his five stage plan and I think that's where I'd say we are and yeah and people are like oh everyone's going to strengthen next year Arsenal this is their best chance it's like have you not seen the way we've been progressing over the last three seasons to assume that we will also strengthen next season yeah so I think this has been a phenomenal season it's put us right in the mix to build on from there all we need to do is build on squad depth and obviously, we'll touch on later. There will probably be some players leaving, and but I fully trust. Like eighty percent of the transfers that Edu and Arteta have got have hit. So, yeah, yeah I think like, amidst all the noise of us bottling the league and whatever, great season. Yeah, yeah, I think it's been a good season. I think that, that there's a few things like. Um, First of all, it's still a very young group of players. Second youngest group team in the league. Yeah, and like even. Though the city losses are bad, it's not necessarily uh, like you know the, those young players will learn a lot from from those experiences, um, 
And like, if you if you compare the two squads, like you look at City's squad, it's like ridiculous. Like to compete with that over the course of a thirty eight game season is is very very difficult. Um, and yeah, it was always going to be difficult when you've got that kind of young group of players. But yeah, to, to do what they've done, I, I think is very impressive. And also, like you mentioned, the transfer, the transfers over the last uh, few seasons have been very good. Now they're a genuine Premier League title contender. I get they. I think they will be again next year, um, and they're going to be in the Champions League. So I think it's just going to be easier to bring in those like kind of the caliber of players yeah, we want. Those yeah. like players that will bring you over the edge that that City have. Yeah. Yeah, and also to get not only the players that will bring you over the edge in the starting eleven, but also to have a semblance, not probably to the level that City have, but a semblance of players on the bench that when you bring them on, there's no noticeable drop off. Yeah. Because right, the only player that we had this season that when you brought him on wasn't a drop off was Lee Trossard. Yeah. Every and like maybe Jorginho, but like every other player, it was like it was just fresh legs. It wasn't really ability wise. Yeah. The same or better. Yeah. And if you look at City playing just before against Everton, like they're they're resting KDB for the for the Champions League game. Um, and Bernardo Silva. Yeah, and they have uh, Gund- I don't know if Gundogan played the. Real Madrid game, did he? Yeah. He did, yeah. Anyway, he he just starred. Like and I think if also if you look at Arsenal's midfield like their forwards are very good, but Arsenal's midfield is still like you've got Thomas Party who's kind of very good and then the others are kinda of like Yeah. Yeah. Like, comparing that to City is just like Yeah, and like Thomas Party even has like been a little bit disappointing in the back end of this season. Probably because he's a bit gassed from playing every minute of yeah. every game up until we signed Jorginho. Um, Odegaard has had a phenomenal season, but and Granit Xhaka, I think, and we'll touch on more on him later, Oh yeah, Odegaard. Um, has been a very solid piece for this team, but that is a piece that we probably do need to upgrade. Yeah. Not because he's bad, or, or and, we, and you know, if certain injuries go our way, we could have been saying Granit Xhaka was a Premier League winning midfielder. That being said, I do think we can upgrade the midfield yeah and like and I, th- like, I think it needs upgrading yeah, yeah. and like as someone I don't remember what pundit it was but they were saying about like the spine of teams mm. and you look at our defence like Saliba and Gabriel good but when one of them goes down not great Party Odegaard Shaka good one of them goes down not great Gabriel Jesus great he goes down not great yeah so if you look at the spine of teams and you look at Man City five different centre-backs to choose from, all of them great. Yeah. Gundogan, Rodri, Bernardo Silva, uh, KDB, and, and then, then they've Harland got Calvin and Al- Phillips, Alvarez. And, and then Haaland and Al- Alvarez. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, there's levels. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it, it's still, like, like like you mentioned as well, it's it's worth saying that it's still disappointing. Like, yeah. um But... I I think the point is like no one saw no one saw that coming. No, not the, at all. The fact that Arsenal would spend most of the season at the top of the Premier League, um, and yeah, I think they'll strengthen and yeah. I mean, I mean, at some point, Man City are gonna likely when Guardiola leaves. I don't know when he's gonna leave, but he'll leave at some point. Um, and they'll that like I'm I'm sure they'll struggle again. But it seems like Arsenal will have that team for the next kind of like. Wow, five well. years. Yeah, especially if we like do pick. get someone like Declan Rice and maybe even a Kaiseido or another type to sub in for the two thirty-year-old players in our team, Party and Shaka. Mm. All of a sudden, that's even more 
push into the future. Yeah. Yeah, Rice would be huge. Caicedo, I mean, it seems like he's leaving. I think Deserby's like came out and said that he's likely to leave. It's weird that they with, t- gave with, him a new contract, with stupid, but he's still going to leave. Yeah. I mean, I guess the demand is just that high. Yeah, I suppose they're just trying to get more, more money from more him. Money yeah. from. And also, I suppose that's the other thing with, with Jacker to, you know, a player who was probably going to leave for like not much. Peanuts, yeah. Yeah. He's now, like his value's gone up quite a lot. I think it's like 18 million euros to Leverkusen, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's just good management again. And also just the from where he was in his standing in the club mm. to now. Like, again, we'll touch on it more when we touch on the Grant Shaka news that's come out about him. But yeah, just oh, yeah. just <laughs> everything. That's fine. <laughs> um, it just everything about this season outside of bottling the league has been really positive. And I don't want to get like it's disappointing to lose the league. Obviously, there was a, there was there was like a hype and an excitement around. Um, Arsenal fans this season like talking to uh, our friend Horatio who lives over in England he was just talking to me about the buzz that he hasn't felt in years yeah um, but at that's the end still of good though yeah, like, that, yeah. That's, like, like, just to have that back and like hear the Emirates rocking and then that you know, add Champions League nights to that next season like it's, it, we're in the heading in the right direction I digress Brighton on the other hand phenomenal like mm. we weren't great but like god they're good like I know they just lost 5-1 to you guys but when they're on, they're really on. Like, yeah. And, like, they play such a brave brand of football. Like, one of their chances that... I don't think they scored from it. But, like, they're playing out from the back. And the keeper plays a pass that, like, Shaka almost intercepts. And then, like, two passes later, Matoma's taking on Ben White at the edge of our box. Yeah, yeah. And it's just crazy. Like, they, 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 they have so many, like, passing combinations out of the back to beat presses. And they have so many... And they're just such a well-drilled team. Um, and yeah, they're going to lose some players in the off season, but like they're they're one point clear of Spurs with two games in hand in sixth. Um, they I fully expect them to be in the Europa League next season. Yeah. They've still got to play City, Newcastle, and Villa, but but that's the thing that they, they can they can take the games to all like to, to all of those teams yeah. quite easily. And see, by the time they play City, City might have already won the league. So mm. yeah. Yeah, I think who's who's the other player? Is that he's the young guy? He's a, I think he's British or maybe Irish. Which one? Evan Ferguson. Yeah, Evan yeah, he's Fer- Irish. He is fucking phenomenal. Really, really good. Yeah, he seems quite young as well, but just like so good with his feet, so tall. Like yeah, because yeah, like like I he's was crazy. I good. was saying off air with someone like if they can find someone to like fill the role that Danny Welbeck's been playing so well this season, then yeah. they'll be great, and they found it. Yeah. And then they've also it's been confirmed they're signing that Joao Pereira or Pedro guy from Watford. Oh yeah, uh, the yeah. striker and some other guy. Plus the emergence of what's his name, young guy, scored player oh, against Chelsea. Enciso. Enciso. What yeah. a player! Yeah. The emergence of Matoma this season. Mm. Uh, yeah, and and I think they'll likely hold on to most of those players, but yeah. Caicedo. Caicedo because Ma- he also mentioned Estupian. Oh really? Yeah. I know they're going to lose McAllister and they'll lose Caicedo. Yeah. No, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. It was a Estupinian. Estupinian <laughs> and Matoma, he, he said, aren't ready for big clubs. Yeah. But he's, they'll likely lose Caicedo and McAllister. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it would be good. I think, I think Mato- do without McAllister. I don't know. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, just, he's just very solid. Like, yeah, he's he's, very he's nothing flashy, but he's just very solid, yeah. I think. He's always going to give you a 7 out of 10, and occasionally he'll give you like a 10 out of 10 performance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Brighton really good. Um, 
They've had a couple weird losses this season, like the Everton one and a couple other ones. Um, but yeah, they're well worth European football if they, if they do hold on to sixth spot. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was it was a bit of a crumble at the end by Arsenal as well. Like you played, you know, you had your chances early in the match as well. Mm. And then what was it? The Trossard was Trossard was lazy on late, the second goal, lazy on like the trying to work around the corner there because like that's a good that's a good pass from Ramsdale to try and break the press. Uh, the first goal. Yes, his heel gets clipped and his boot comes off from Kivior. And, like, that's probably a foul somewhere else in the pitch. But, I don't know, if you're a centre-back, I'm kind of wanting you to just stay on your feet there. Mm. Like, just, like... Because, like, it didn't even require him to jump. Just stay on your feet. And, like, Estupinian was just standing... Or not Estupinian, no. And CISO was standing when he headed that in. Just stay on your feet, clear the ball, and then be like, oh, wait, my ankle. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... It's, it's just too it, risky. It just reeks of, like, the, the sort of... Like, I don't want to be like, oh, game's gone, you know, whatever. But, like, that sort of, like, just quote-unquote softness of Premier League players these days. Especially if they know they felt something because they think it'll go on on VAR. Yeah. yeah. It's like, don't bank on that. Yeah. Like, just defend yeah, the ball. I hate to see it. Yeah. yeah. I hate to see it. But, yeah, uh, Brighton looking really good. And um, from a team that's come from, like, the depth that they've come from mm. to be where they are now, it's just so impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they when they when they came in, they were looking like a very different style of football as well. Yeah, under um, Chris Hutton, like yeah. yeah, yeah, and then Potter completely changed them, and, and did then, I reckon most of the hard work there. Yeah, but I think Deserby definitely deserved a lot of credit for like not only keeping that ball rolling, but like even slightly improving it. Yeah, I think we've mentioned before that the club is run well, run well. super well, and that is very that helps the managers a lot because they've brought in people like. Caicedo and CISO from like nowhere yeah. and Ferguson. Like. And it seems to be a, a better model than the Leicester model we were talking about last season, last episode, um, which is like, you know, sign young players onto big contracts to keep them there for ages. They sort of just seem to find diamond, really good at finding diamonds in the rough. So they're yeah. not on crazy money, but like, and yes, they, they're kind of like Dortmund. Yeah. They keep finding good players and keep, although well, not quite as good as Dortmund. But. Yeah. I, th- I think another thing is that they, you know, it it is once it is one like they've been they were good last season too, but yeah, with European you, football and playing extra games, how good can like, it's going to get harder? And you, there's only so many. Yeah, sometimes it can look like the club's being run well when you when you do find like, three amazing players. Yeah, however many, but yeah. Um, but yeah, just yeah on our yeah, it, it would have been nice if they could push City to the to the yeah. last. But yeah. I just hope now against. Um, I can't remember who we play against, but our two remaining games are against two teams. I think it's Wolves and someone else who are like have not much to play for in the season. So we're hoping we can finish on a high at least, and because like we're locked in second spot. And I think our last home game of the season is at home on the last day against Wolves. Wolves. So you got Forest and Wolves. Forest away. Yeah. Yeah, so Forest away and Wolves. Hopefully that's six points and we can finish on a high in front of our fans in what, on what has been our best season in many years. So, yeah, love that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, another very interesting result uh, in the Premier League on the weekend was Newcastle 2, Leeds 2 at Ellen Road. Uh, big implications for both ends of the table. Um, the result means Leeds are only a point behind Everton now in the relegation battle, although with significantly harder fixtures to play than... Everton, who are playing off, playing against Bournemouth and Wolves, both t- two teams who both have nothing to play for. Uh, and um, 
West and uh, Leeds playing West Ham, who still can mathematically mathematically go down, so they will have something to play for, and Tottenham, Tottenham, who yeah, were fighting for European spots. So it's the ball's still in Everton's court, obviously, but you know it's 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 pressure for sure. Yeah, but yeah, the the Brighton game was huge. We 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 came out and did all right against um, City yeah. for about twenty minutes, and then. Yeah. It's just hard when like City is playing that well. It's hard to do anything really. Yeah, but yeah, the the Newcastle Leeds game. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't see it. <laughs> I, I watched I watched a, a bit of it, um, and it it was just really open. Like it was just end to end to end. It was like back to when it was like Bielsa ball again, mm. but weird because Sam Allardyce was manager. Um, and if I'm honest, it, it from what I watched, from what I can remember. Newcastle were a little bit leakier than usual, but Newcastle should have also put the game to bay, put the game away. Mm. Like they left the door open for Leeds, and Leeds came back. But then from back when, when Leeds equalised, they didn't look like going for a winner after that. Like it was, and like Newcastle had so much more like possession in dangerous areas. Maybe it wouldn't, it didn't probably won't record on the shots too much. But I just remember being like Newcastle are so threatening here for only for them to not really do much in the second half. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with, for the top four race, it means that with Newcastle dropping points and United beating Wolves 2 0 on the weekend, uh, they're now level on points with United, uh, still still on goal difference in uh, third. But with Liverpool's 3 0 win over Leicester, Liverpool are still now one point behind both United and Newcastle despite playing the extra game. So yeah, it's, it's very hot. That is crazy. That's hectic. And Liverpool looked... I know it's Leicester who were going down, but, like, Liverpool looked good. Yeah, Liverpool seemed to be, like, hitting Liverpool their stride. And, like, really they've just got... They've just... I mean, a lot of... There was a lot of spotlight on them earlier in the season. Mm. And now they've kind of just gone away and had a very, very good run for the last, like, five or... Six, six games... Or seven. Six, six wins in a row. Yeah. No, seven wins in a row now with a win over Leicester. So. Yeah. So... And also, I think, like, Mo Salah has scored 30 goals in all competitions now. Yeah, he scored 19 goals and 10 assists in the Premier League alone this season. Yeah. And, like... That's a bad season. Yeah, yeah. and you saw the number... You see the numbers lined up next to Rashford. Rashford, in the the Premier League alone, I mean. 16 goals uh, and, like, 5 assists. And Bukayo Saka, 12 goals and 10 assists. Yeah. And Salah's, numbers-wise, had a better season than both of them. Yeah. But it's been like a down season for him, yeah, which is weird. Just shows how like how much how high a standard he's kept to though than everyone else, mm. and has been has been out for so long, yeah, even in a bad season doing that. Because yeah. like even in the Liverpool's bad season a few seasons ago, he was still good. Mm. Like all well, numbers wise, he was still good. Yeah, because like he he was the one that kept got them back to third essentially. Mm. I I suppose the main thing is is like the loss of Sadio Mane has like I think hit them quite early, like early on in the season. Yeah. Loss of Sadio Mane and and Luis Diaz and Bambi like finding his feet. <laughs> yeah, and and also Luis Diaz being yeah, injured for a true. large portion. True, but yeah, it's like a, a bunch of factors. But if you look at Liverpool healthy next season, plus a few midfield signings, if they get McAllister and someone else, mm. they could very well be back to challenging. For the I title. think they will be. Yeah. Also, the be. emergence of Trent as like an inverted right back uh, has been phenomenal to see yeah. over the past few weeks. Yeah. So yeah, very interesting for the run in for top four. Um, did you see the thing with Eddie Howe in that game? That's the one thing I did see. Oh, game. yeah. That was weird. Yeah, sorry, we didn't talk about that. The Newcastle-Leeds game. Um, 
yeah, wild that uh, fam not only able to get onto the pitch, but to get up in Eddie Howe's face and push the, him. Just walk down the touchline. And push him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he should get a life, he should get a lifetime ban from not only Ellen Road, but probably all stadiums. Mm. I it's, wonder what he had to say to him. It's yeah. strange. But, yeah. yeah, just just absolute lunacy. Um, mm. And question marks need to be raised about security at Ellen Road if that's allowed to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's no place for it. I don't care. Like, 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 sometimes people say like banning people from stadiums for life is a bit harsh. I don't think so. Like, mm. to like have the decision to not only make your way down the stand, jump over the hoardings, walk down the touchline, and push him. Like, you've made so many wrong decisions there. You got to re- you got to deal with the consequences. Yeah. Yeah, very pre- like premeditated as well. It's not like a spur of the moment, like thing. yeah, man. If it is spur of the moment, like it's just like think it's yeah. like two seconds about what, you, what you're going to miss out on by doing this. Anyway, mm. yeah, no, crazy. Um, oh yeah, so that's all for the big results that happened. Obviously, United uh, keeping pace with a good win over Leeds. Uh, Chelsea drawing two all with Forest, which meant that with Haaland's goal against Everton, Haaland's uh, goal tally for the season crept once again past Chelsea's. Um, it's actually fucking crazy. It's so funny because <laughs> Chelsea, with their two goals against Forest, had jumped, o- had gone one over Haaland, I think, or level with Haaland, and then he scored again. Mean that he's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's fucked. Um, I've just seen it. Oh yeah, New- wait, Newcastle playing Brighton on Friday morning as well. Yeah, which yeah. is huge. Very exciting. Huge. Great game that one. I might get up and watch that one too. Two two, mm. two games and. Two games in two days. It's at 4.30 in the morning. Or maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Might watch that one delayed. Uh, Yes, but on to transfer news. Um, So as we already touched on a little bit, uh, the reports uh, are seemingly confirming uh, that Granite Xhaka will be leaving Arsenal at the end of the season uh, to buy at Everkusen for a fee in the realm of £15 million, £18 million, somewhere in that vicinity. Um, It's an end of an era. Uh, sad to see him go but also happy that he got his redemption arc like we were touched on just before mm. from where he was under Emery flipping off the fans whole stadium booing him shipped with the captaincy to then resurgence um, under Arteta to like last season and this season our most consistent midfielder mm. I wouldn't say our best but our mo- most consistent week in week out midfielder uh, being made being, being made vice captain again um and just getting the fans back on side to the point where he even got a chant. Yeah. So yeah, really happy for him. Yeah, I think it's just I think it's just a crazy story, like like a, a ridiculous arc. Yeah. I, I, it's a little bit sad that he's leaving, though. I feel like. Yeah, it is. I but feel I, like he still gives something to the team. Uh, he still can, but I think there was a few factors that I've read about going into this. So one of them is, uh, I think he knew his role was going to be minimised a little bit with the arrivals of Declan Rice and potentially another midfielder. Yeah. Uh, also, Bayer Leverkusen offered him a four-year deal and he's 31, so I don't think Arsenal are going to offer him that. Yeah, true. And also, um, there's I've seen quite a few reports that his wife reportedly wants to move closer to Switzerland yeah. with their two young daughters. True. And I feel like that's one of those things that's like bigger than football. If your wife wants to move somewhere, that's kind of where you're going to be going. Yeah, because in all or nothing, they touched on the whole situation with him. Like, did it all or nothing cover that? Where he was yeah, going to yeah. leave? It did, right? Yeah, yeah. And there was that bit on his wife and like... The yeah, he got, goes changed. home and sees the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he ran it past his wife and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's fair enough. And yeah, 30... Like, get a four-year contract at, at 31. Yeah. At like a top 
Bundesliga side. And also, Shabby Alonso as the manager has probably got a bit of pool. There oh, as is well, it? At, at Bayer yeah. True. Um, and, all, and who knows, maybe like, cause I think he, he, he was doing his coaching badges while he was at Arsenal. He started doing them this season. So he put like a four-year deal. He, he can work on them while he plays. And there yeah. might even be like a retirement heading into coaching thing that they've sorted out afterwards. I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's a good move. Like it's it's a small step down, but a, but a, basically a step sideways to a very good up and coming German team. Because Leverkusen are on the rise with a bunch of young talent that they have, Diaby and Florian Wurtz and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm sure he'll fit right in. Uh, but yeah, sad to see him go. He's been a loyal servant to the club and I've been very happy to see him turn it around. Mm. Yeah. I just uh, like just thinking back to that thing with like flipping off the fans is so crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that was peak Wild. Arsenal banter era. That was. What that was, was that? Emery's first? Did Emery only stay for one season? No, it was, two, it was one and one and a bit. I think. Yeah, like one and a half. Mm. Yeah, God. not great. But yeah, I, I, like I think just very good management to like to get some money for him as well. Yeah, like considering in the end. Maybe, yeah, Roma were bidding like less than 10 million for him hmm. yeah and we were like no yeah um, and then there was rumours before he got a new contract that he was going to leave on a free but then we, guess we signed him to a new contract and everyone was like what are we doing hmm. uh, and then he's proven that was a good decision yeah and the new contract now means that we can actually get some money for him in the end yeah but yeah they're playing chess yeah not checkers <laughs> fam not checkers um, finally uh the big transfer rumour, it's not news, but it's rumour, on t- we've already touched on Real Madrid potentially being interested in Jude Bellingham, but apparently it's come out in the past week that they're also potentially interested in signing Jude Bellingham, Kylian Mbappe, and Alfonso Davies. <laughs> in what would what possibly be the biggest three-player coup uh, in recent memory. They've had some big transfer windows, but since like, since in, 2009, where they signed like five players who were all world class, including Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, 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 yeah it was like yeah. Ronaldo, Kaká, Kadira, Benzema. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> stupid. Um, yeah, it, it, it'd be crazy if they did it. I thought, yeah, it's it's interesting with Davies because I feel like maybe he's gone under the radar a little bit, but. Um, maybe I just don't follow the Bundesliga. I mean, play. he's been starting for them, but like I think just because Bayern haven't been as good this season, it's kind of fallen under the radar a bit. Yeah. But he's still been very good. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, yeah. Mean, the, do, the, do you think that's even possible? Like, I don't know. like I've said this off air. They, there's no way they do that without selling someone. Hmm. Like, like, I don't care how much money you bring in in shirt sales. There's no way you can spend. I what I would assume is upwards of three hundred million dollars in one transfer window. Yeah, um, like I I remember the chat around the Ronaldo shirt sales when he went there. Like they made it back in like a couple of days. Or yeah, something. yeah, like I imagine the the Kylian Mbappe shirt sales would be like true. But that's the thing. Like, but like that that would have to be yeah maybe yeah I don't know. I reckon it would be huge. Like maybe not so much Bellingham or Davies, but you know Mbappe, I reckon the Kylian yeah. Mbappe shirt I mean, sales Bellingham, could like fund the whole. Not as not as much as Mbappe, but Bellingham would sell a few shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. but. Like Mbappe, Real Madrid, worldwide, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But but yeah, no, um, the it would be Real Madrid back to full on Galacticos era. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'd, 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 yeah. <laughs> if, I think if 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 they got those three, is that a better? I mean, it's very hard to say at this point because of, like we know how that um, 
What that, the, that, that what, the back-to-back-to-back Ronaldo's team? No, just like if, you know, compared, like if they got those three in this window to the window where they got Ronaldo, Kaka and Kadira uh, and yeah, Benzema. Ha- hard to compare. I would early doors say no because it was Ballon d'Or when a Cristiano Ronaldo that they were signing. Yeah, yeah. And Ballon d'Or when a Kaka that they were signing. Yeah. Um, but but future, these are potential... Future Ballon d'Or yeah, winners. these yeah, are yeah. potential Ballon d'Or But they haven't winners. won them yet, so yeah. you know what I mean? Like... But yeah, no, it, it, it's... Oh, yeah, he had already won it. Yeah, Ronaldo had just won it, and Kaká won it the year before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. True. So it's probably, it's probably not as good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's still crazy. Um, and yeah, you've you got to think that that's with a view to Mbappe. If they if they do get him, it would be to, with a view to him being Benzema's successor because they've already got Vidi Jr. at left wing, and they're not going to... Mbappe, I'm sure they're going to try and make him play together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fuck, it must be nice being Carlo Ancelotti. What an, what an easy job. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think the only thing he'd be worried about is getting replaced, but he seems, at least they will see it as like one more. I think he's got one more year in his contract yeah. there. He yeah. seems pretty unbothered to me, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, he's done it all, like, yeah. really at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, you wouldn't be too bothered. Just go back to Italy afterwards and yeah. you know, come back to Everton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need ya. Um, but yeah, surely they'd win the Liga next year if they did that. <laughs> You'd think so. <laughs> You'd really think so. And apparently, apparently Barca yeah, are rumored yeah, yeah, to getting yeah. Messi back. Mm. This wasn't on my notes, but we thought we'll talk about it. Uh, again, they'll have to sell some players if they want to get him in, in, in back. But um, yeah, but yeah, they get him on a free because his contract's expired. But the contract he would probably be asking for at Barca would be substantial. I think yeah, it's it's a big. Um, like because obviously he'd be getting offered very very lucrative contracts in four hundred mil in Saudi in Saudi Arabia. Arabia yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to see that. Though. But he's yeah, he's Leo Messi, so you know he could probably go back to Barca for a few seasons and then go chill in Saudi Arabia like, yeah. afterwards as well. Like, he's definitely good enough to still be playing at the top level. Yeah, yeah. Like his yeah. numbers in the French league since in the past two years have been gr- crazy, and everyone mm. like if you actually look at them, everyone was saying he's he had a down year first year. He had like thirty something goal involvements across mm. the season. Yeah. He just had a down year in goals, but he still had like almost twenty assists. Yeah, I mean, I I I would like to see Messi get back to, to yeah, Barca. me too, me too, and then win the Liga, take it off Real Madrid. Yeah, wouldn't we all love that? Mm. Well, not all of us, but um, <laughs> uh, yes. So that'll be very interesting to see how that transpires in the off season. Uh, finally, let's talk about uh, just briefly. Inter have gone through against AC Milan. I don't think I didn't pick that. Um, you did. I think Rezik yeah, did. did. Um, also, I've seen since that, um, like Inter have had the wood over them, like all season. All season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Serie A, Supercopa, and then the two champions. Yeah, something I didn't um, take into account when I was giving my predictions. Mm. Uh, but yes, well done to them. Uh, AC Milan not even scoring a goal across two ties, across two legs. So. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, I watched yeah the the media match or like extended highlights for the, for the game this morning, and yeah, not not too much happened. Yeah, um, Lukaku came in for a bit. Um, Apparently, Giroud versus Jacko was like I saw like a meme about it. it was like a, it was like two old guys like just like bleeding in a corner. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think and the Inter coaches come out saying it as well. Um, whoever we get in the yeah, yeah. we're going to be unlucky yeah. like it's going to be a very big task for an inter side that 
has been underwhelming this season. Yeah, well, it's probably surprised outside that they're in the Champions, Champions League, League final. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's probably surprised. Give it, like, you know, we spoke about it um, in the quarterfinal as well. They weren't very convincing. And if, yeah, if you look at their run to the final, what, against Porto, Benfica, and AC Milan, where you look against, what, who, who did Real Madrid beat? They beat Chelsea and someone else. Oh, Man City beat um, Bayern, and yeah, Man City beat Bayern, and who else? They beat Dortmund, Leipzig. And like, yeah, so like Leipzig, Real Madrid beat Liverpool. Yeah, there you go. Liverpool, Chelsea. Yeah, and then they're playing against City now. So either one of those runs is significantly tougher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no disrespect to Benfica and Porto. Um, and AC Milan, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really see Inter beating either of those two teams, but stranger things have yeah, happened. Yeah, you never know. You, you just never, never know. know and, and, that, and that would be a great story because oh, everyone's yeah. been like, you know, shoe in who wins, whoever wins tomorrow morning is going to win the Champions League final. Like, Imagine the Kaku like scores a nine. Yeah, I winner. would love to see would, that, that because be he's got so much hate recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and you know, maybe he's brought on himself a little bit the way he's acted at Chelsea, but yeah. I still like it. I love Rom. I love Rom. All right. That'll do us. It's time for us to take our triumphant winning uh, champion rest and go to bed. Uh, as always, if you've liked what you've heard, give us a f- uh, follow on Spotify. Rate us five stars if you've really liked what you've heard. Uh, and follow us on Instagram, 40yardswitch.pod. Uh, every time we post a story is every time we post an episode. There'll probably be one going up around midday tomorrow. <laughs> in, in in the wake of the Champions League semi. Champions, in the wake of the Champions League semi. Yes, can't wait to watch that game. I'll be up at five to watch that one, which is probably why I need to go to bed. And uh, yeah, bye for now. We'll see you next week.